Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not? Just why not <laughs> consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too let's crack on with today's first story now as usual i was browsing the r slash mark narration subreddit when someone said this is silver crowns by the way said the youtube community missed a good story here am i the arsehole for calling the police on my fiance which comes with an update as well so Whilst I'm 100% positive we've covered the first part of this story, we will cover the update at the same time and we'll go through the initial story in the comments as well. So as always, feel free to use the timestamps down in the description and along the timeline below. That is what they're there for, you cheeky so-and-sos. <laughs> Let's crack on with it. And the original story came from R Nevermore and the title is, Am I the Arsehole for Calling the Police on My Fiancé? Last night, my 35 male, fiancé 38 female, left in the evening to give a friend's son a ride back to his home. She implied she'd be home before 9. She left around 7.45. 10.15 rolled around and she still wasn't home. I text and she apologized to me, saying that her friend's son was actually in the next town over, maybe 30 minutes away, and she was coming home now. 11.45 rolled around and she still hadn't come home. So I called her to no answer, text her to no response. I was getting very upset. 12.30 rolled around and still no response and no answer to my phone calls. I was extremely angry. 1.30 rolled around and my anger had completely transformed into worry. Not answering my calls and texts not read. Around 1.45 I called the police. I've always heard that the first 24 hours of someone being missing is the most important. So I didn't want to delay. I asked them to let me know if there'd been any traffic accident involving her car, and the operator told me that they would put the word out and send some cops to check along the route she would travel. I called all the hospitals in the area to check if she has checked in, and I waited outside watching the road for her car for three hours. Partially because I didn't want the kids to hear me on the phone with the hospitals, and secondly because I was sick with worry. At 7am she came home. She apologized for being out and said she had no excuse. She was driving home and she felt tired like she was falling asleep at the wheel. So she pulled over to the side of the road to sleep. When she did that, she found that her brand new phone had stopped working. She says she napped anyway because it was the responsible thing to do and then came home at 7am to bring the kids to school and get to work on time. I immediately called the police and told them that she had come home safely and gave them the case number and told them to stop searching, which they did. My fiancé brought the kids to school and left for work. I set out to start cleaning. Cleaning distresses me sometimes, and I got a call from a policeman asking where she worked. I told him and asked why, and I was informed that it was their policy to check on the person's wellness after a missing person is found. I asked him not to go by her work, but to give her a call instead. He said he couldn't promise. 
My fiance is relatively new to her job. A police officer showed up and asked to speak with her. She is now enraged at me for calling the police and sending a cop to her work and making her look bad. She is saying that I overreacted and that she wasn't missing and that I was punishing her for doing the responsible thing and not driving while drowsy. She is saying that she is never going to leave the house again except for work because she is afraid I'm going to call the cops on her again. So, did I overreact? Should I have waited two days like she suggests? And I do remember this story because everyone was talking about, you know, how suspicious this is with her timings and her brand new phone not working, etc., etc., and going down that path, basically. So as always, we're going to cover some of those comments before we move on to the update. But Kezi by the Lake says, Not the asshole, but you know she's lying, right? And Opie responded saying, I do suspect that the story isn't truthful. But she doesn't really have a history of lying to me, so I've been trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Cynthia responded saying, Uh, no, a whole story is a big fat lie. She told you she'd be home by nine, but somehow was wrong about where the kid lived. Did she not know the town beforehand? Did she just start driving 30 minutes and then the kid goes, Oh, no, wait, I actually live in XYZ, not XXX. That part of the story doesn't even make any sense. So she ended up changing the time. Then she got tired and pulled over and napped on the side of the road. You do realize that if the police were looking for her on roads where she claimed she would be and she was napping in her car on said road, they would have found her, right? And then for her new phone just happened to be not working despite the fact that simply does not happen. And even if it wasn't working properly, she still could have called 911. That's not even mentioning the fact that I don't know a single woman, myself included, who'd pulled over to the side of the road and sleep in a car with no phone. Edit, please stop telling me that you're a woman and that you've slept on the side of the road in the middle of the night. That's like bragging about keeping your door unlocked and then saying, well, nobody has ever broken into my home, so it's obviously fine. I say ignorance is bliss. Ignorance in the case of refusing to acknowledge how frequently women are assaulted, kidnapped, etc. is disgusting. From a fellow woman, it's not something to be proud of. I read the news constantly. It's insane how often terrible things happen to women. You should not advocate for women further putting themselves in danger or act offended that other women are so cautious. Minor Reddit says, not the arsehole, I don't believe her story one bit. Driving a kid home and disappearing for the entire night is a massive red flag. How does she not even know where he lives when she started the drive? How old is this kid? Pulling over and sleeping on the side of the road for a 30 minute drive is nuts. She's now turning this around to say she is the victim of your actions. Opie replies saying, The kid is 17, I believe. She was picking him up from somewhere he was at. I don't remember where and bringing him home to her friend. Madeline Gumbo says, Not the arsehole, but you know that isn't the truth, right? Opie responds saying, I did ask her about why her brand new phone stopped working and she eventually confessed she dropped it in a puddle. But when she got home, it seemed to be working. Edit 1, I think this would be more believable if it had rained in the last few weeks. Edit 2, my fiancé has informed me that she was embarrassed, but the truth is that she dropped it in the toilet, not a puddle. Fading Blue says not the arsehole. She said she was on her way home at 10.15pm and then disappeared until 7am. Of course, she were going to call the police and have them go looking for her. If she had been in an accident or worse, she'd have been dead if you waited two days to call. That being said, she's definitely lying about what happened. It honestly sounds more like she fell asleep at her affair partner's place and concocted that bogus excuse to cover her ass. And the Riker Maneuver asks, Info, so you actually believe the story your fiancé is selling you? Look man, 
your fiance cheated on you. She didn't fall asleep on the side of the road. Her brand new phone didn't stop working. She was with someone else. Stop being so naive. Opie replies saying, I don't believe her story, but I don't know why she would lie. We have a somewhat open relationship that only demands that she talk to me about any potential partners first. That's why this is so confusing. If she was interested in someone, she only need to talk to me about it. Although exes are off limits. Before we get into that update, one of my favorite things about this channel is how I learn about certain behaviors and people teach me about it in the comments and in the replies in these posts. And one of the things I learned in the last couple of years is about trickle truthing. And it just feels like this is a solid case of it, that you'll find out things, new things, little by little, you know, about the puddle and the toilet. And OP's last comment had me thinking about they, they have an open relationship, but they have to discuss with each other if they're interested in with someone, although exes are off limits. And that had me thinking maybe, possibly, obviously I don't know this, but a potential ex is on the cards here. But let's move on to OP's update to find out what happened next, which says, first of all, thank you to those of you who offered kind words and solid advice. This update is likely to disappoint some of you, as it does me. My fiance and I have been fighting solidly since before I posted my last thread. It's been exhausting. I called her out on an obvious lie and she fumed at how awful I was for calling her a liar. From then on, it was as if she was falling down a smooth well desperately clawing and grabbing at anything she could to blame me for as she went deeper and deeper. I'm not a perfect man, but in this particular situation, I was an angel, so she had nothing to grab onto. I did a lot of soul searching and I made a call that most of you will hate. I decided to bury the hatchet. I love her very, very dearly. I had no proof of a lie and I wasn't too concerned about what she was really up to anyway. Our relationship is open, so even if she fucked around, I didn't care much. She still fought with me though. The fight continued to the point where she broke up with me, but not really, which was a common tactic she had used before. I called her on it and she fought with me still. I asked for space for a night so I could sleep off the exhaustion and she got upset and told me I was neglectful and selfish for not going to her and making up in person. I am stupid. I'm aware of it. Even through all this, I was apparently able to believe that what she said in emotion wasn't really her talking. Today, I was having lunch. Money has been tight lately for some reason. Weird. So I flipped through my wallet to find my credit card, which was missing. Well, you see where this goes. She had stolen it. She cited our desire to join lives together and merge finances, and that's when I lent her my wallet once. She took it so she wouldn't have to bother me by asking again. This credit card is mine, under my name and for emergencies only. She was using it for the last month and a half. While she has been decent enough to pay back some of it, there was still a 1500 balance on it that hasn't been paid. She says it's hers just as much as mine and resents me calling her a thief. A lot of the uses were spent at ATMs for cash withdrawals and some interesting ones at the casino. Those of you who guessed gambling were probably right on the money. At that point, I admit I lost it. I'm a very calm person, but there was only so much denial of reality that I could take. It's still blurry, but I said a lot of horrible things to her and I'm in the process of evicting her from my life. I'm cancelling everything that is in my name that she is a part of, including the new phone line. Cancelling her car insurance and reclaiming my car that I gave her. And she has trashed. Apparently, I can handle lies, cheating and secrets, but who knew theft was my line? learning experience. 
Now thinking back, I can identify a lot of sketchy shit that my love goggles blinded me to. But that's a pretty strict character limit. And I must have missed the comments about people thinking it's gambling. I didn't suspect that at all. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from Puzzleheaded Map 222 who says, Am I the arsehole for telling my daughter it's her fault she has no pictures of herself? Okay, so I, 54 female, have five kids. Three bio, two step. The issue is, is with my eldest, Clem, who is 26 female. The only picture I have of Clem are from the day she was born to around her eighth birthday, but none after that. She would ruin any picture she was in by making funny faces hiding from the camera, making weird signs with her hands, or by messing with other people. It was like this until she was 12, when she started to straight up refuse. We would tell her to come for the family photo, but she would refuse. We never forced her, but we would gently encourage her. She even refused school pictures. I have no pictures of birthdays, graduations, prom photos, holidays, or days out with her in them. It broke my heart because I don't have any pictures of her growing up. Family photos look odd because she's not in them. Clem is 26 now and is pregnant with her first child. She brought her SO over for dinner and after we were looking at photo albums. We got to hers and she saw hers was nearly empty. She asked where all her pictures were and I told her she refused to have any taken. She got all teary-eyed and told me to stop joking. At this point, I'm very annoyed. I tell her I'm not joking and that she did this to herself. I told her if she had just swallowed her pride and had even one picture, we wouldn't be like this today. She got angry and thought that I had printed out the one she had messed up. She got super upset and went to sit in the car. The next day, today, I got a few texts from family members calling me an asshole for putting her on blast and humiliating her. Am I the asshole? Edit. Thank you for all your replies and I do want to clear something up. Whilst I agree it was a shitty move not to include goofy or rude pictures, that's not what Clem has an issue with. She's upset that I have no pictures of her from age 12 to 18 to fill the album with and the few I do have caused extreme reactions from Clem. I can't fill an album with pictures I never took. That's what she's upset about, not the omission of goofy slash rude photos. Edit 2. To those of you saying who cares about rude gestures or goofy faces, I didn't realize this needed saying, but the family photos weren't just for me. They were for everyone involved. Aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents on all sides, etc. 
I can guarantee none of them want an eight-year-old making that eat-out gesture in what is meant to be their nice family photo. Edit 3. It's kind of sad to see so many people assume that because a child has anxiety, that I berate them whenever they mess around when taking a photo. I never yelled at Clem for making silly faces. would simply encourage her to stop and smile, but her rude gestures and faces would ramp up. But I guess that's what you expect on this sub. Everyone hates their kids. And we're going to start off with individual ad who says not the arsehole, but why not just give her the old negatives that you did not print so she can see for herself? Opie replies saying, that's a good idea. They're on my computer, so it's not like I deleted all the photos of her. The issue was that she made some rude gestures or poses in many of them, which I am obviously not comfortable putting on the wall. She does know that she messed up the pictures with her gestures and poses, and she obviously can't forget about her aversion to cameras, so I don't know why she was so surprised. Consistent Leopard says info. How is this just now coming up? Are you saying that there are family photos hanging in your home that do not include your daughter? Is she really just looking at this photo album for the first time at 26 years old? Opie responds in quotes saying, Are you saying that there are family photos hanging in your home that do not include your daughter? Then says yes. None of the family photos include my daughter. Unless they were taken before she turned eight. And quotes again saying, Is she really just looking at this photo album for the first time at 26 years old? OP responds saying yes and no. We'd bring them out at Christmas and stuff, but she would always cringe, say she didn't care and went to her room. I've told her previously that her album is pretty scarce, but I guess she wasn't aware to the scale. Siamese Cat says, Not the arsehole, I hate having my picture taken, and I look awkward in all the photos taken of me. But I now at 22 have realized the consequences of my actions, and I try really hard to get pictures of myself. I used to have long, long hair to my knees and now it's above my shoulders. I have no photos of my long hair because I would pin it back or shy away from the camera. You were damned if you did and damned if you didn't in this situation. If you placed a screaming crying child in front of the camera, she would basically never trust you and now you have a crying adult asking you why you respected her wishes. Opie responds and quotes the section and says, That's what's so confusing to me. Could have easily made her take part in every shoot. No matter how she was feeling, panic attacks be damned, but that's awful. That's going to mess her up psychologically. Now that time has passed and I respected her wishes, I'm the bad guy for not forcing her to take them. And one more from Angel Wins 8 who says, I feel your pain. With my daughter, she had pictures taken, but would give them away. Almost all of her baby pictures she gave to friends when she was in elementary school. She was a latchkey kid because I had to work past the time she got out of school. She would get into the pictures and take them before I got home, even though I forbade her from doing that. She didn't care if she got into trouble. I told her to go ask the friends she gave them to to give them back. They'd just thrown them out because they didn't want them. It was so infuriating. Now she is sad because she has no pictures of her childhood. So OP comes in with her update which says, So it's been less than a week because I wanted to make amends ASAP. So I printed off all the pictures and put them in the album. They didn't fill it, but I made a spread on one of the pages that said, Go make new memories with a picture of her and her fiancé. I put a lot of work into making it look cute. I called her and asked to talk. She arrived and we had a long discussion. I asked if she had any trauma or self-esteem issues in a more tactful way, obviously, and she said no. She simply did not like having a photo taken and adopted the behavior of screeching and kicking to avoid photos. She did say that she did say she had anxiety, that's why she had panic attacks, but that it was mostly because she was gassing herself up. 
if that makes sense. I knew she had anxiety, but not that she gassed herself up, if that makes sense. By the way, gassing herself up are her words, not mine. Regarding her visits, the one that kicked things off, she explained that she was embarrassed by her behavior and even more so when it was exposed to her fiancé. She said she didn't quite realize how much time she had lost and that it was a very emotional time for her. I apologized for my wording during our spat and we both made up. I even showed her the post and we read the comments together. I had quite a laugh at all the armchair psychologists and internet detectives that claimed just because she knew a sexual gesture as a child, she was in danger. Some people were writing borderline fan fiction and rewriting my entire history with my daughter based on one post. That's talent. After a little bit of talking, I brought out the album and gave it to her. She was happy and she seemed to take responsibility over the fact she refused to have pics taken. I told her I'd printed out the candid ones from when she was 12 to 18 and asked if she wanted them. She said no. She really liked the page with her and her fiancé, which made me super happy. So that's that. You might find this hard to believe, but other than this incident, which we are now working through, we have a very good relationship. I gotta tell you, I do love a nice ending. And especially the way OP dealt with the original post. It was responding to a lot of the comments, listening to ideas from people about how her daughter might be feeling with the anxiety and stuff like that. Not downplaying it and understanding, you know, the psychological issues around it. But I feel that I do agree with a lot of the comments that were in it, that OP was simply stuck in the middle. You force a child in front of the camera at a young age, it's going to cause issues down the road. You don't do it and now you've got issues with an adult. But I'm incredibly glad to hear that they did make it up and that OP made this wonderful album for her daughter with a page that's going to allow her to go on and make her own memories. I think that's real special. But what do you guys make of this one? Was you ever shy in front of the camera when you was younger? Did people force you in front of the camera maybe? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.